Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in the hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palatable. Welcome, Welcome to Urban, Urban Proper. Hello! We're back! Season three, bitches! Wow, season three. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Who are we? Let us reintroduce. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is. I'm Shisha. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's, it's Shisha, self-proclaimed queen of everything that the light touches. And it is I, Darius, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things. Booty holes. Booty holes. Specifically. Specifically. Uh, oh my God, what is up? It is good to be back. Black History Month. Yo. Even though we come back in the middle of the shit, but you, it's still Black History Month. You know, we still celebrate. I'm black every month, but Black History Month, I'm even blacker than black, okay? I'm blacker than black, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we're just gonna, um, this episode, it's gonna, um, it gets deep. It's gonna trigger some of y'all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably gonna end up breaking this episode into two parts. Yes. Uh, because it's a lot of information that we're going to give you guys. Um, and going forward, you know, um, we need to celebrate Black history outside of February. Yes. As well. So we're going to kind of, this season, implement that into our episodes going forward. Give you some facts, drop some knowledge on y'all asses. Some yes. shit that y'all teachers yes. didn't teach y'all ass. Yes. Some shit that I learned post you know, um, elementary, middle school, high school, shit that I didn't learn in college. Um, it's a lot of information that's out here. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they just were like, we don't need to put this in history books because what does it mean? What what importance is it to anybody but the people who it happened to? And yeah. it happens to be us. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when you think about, when people think about black history, they think about American black history and fail to realize that black people are everywhere everywhere there's not one space on this earth that black people do not exist yeah that's the truth that's the real team we everywhere we were dropped off everywhere everywhere during the transatlantic slave trade uh we were dropped in the caribbean we were dropped in brazil and south america we were dropped in um, Central America. Yeah, everywhere. 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 Like, there's not, yeah, like you said, there's not one place we ain't. Yeah. So, We're if everywhere. that makes you uncomfortable, good. Yeah. And even before, like, the slave trade, you know, there were um, nomadic tribes that traveled. Um, there were um, conquerors that traveled. Mm-hmm. Um, there were just... We just, you know, we were mobile people. Yeah, and we were, we always have been doing everything before everybody else. Like yeah. that, that is another thing that we need everybody to realize, to remember, to come to terms with is that black people originated just about everything that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of the bad stuff, which is probably what's going to trigger some of y'all people out there. Yeah. Um, but we're going to kick it off. Um, we're going to highlight, and I mean, there's probably so many more so many. Um, African empires that you know, either um, history books or documentation about these uh, civilizations were destroyed or, you know, altered. Um, But we're going to start off with an empire, um, the Malian Empire, and a leader that a lot of black people, I mention this a lot, Mm -hmm. don't even recognize the name, don't know the name, um, and that's Mansa Musa. Now, Mansa is a title that was given to kings of the Malian Empire. Um, in the Malian Empire, let me find this link. Let me go. Hit that click. Yeah. Hit that clickety click, click. Click. <laughs> the K. With a horde K. With the horde K. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, okay, go got ahead. it. So, the Malian Empire, and it kind of starts a little later in history. 
Um, it's expanded from 1213, sorry, 1230 to the 1600s. Now, they had, Damn. like most empires, yeah. Damn. That was 400 years. Exactly, right? I don't even know how long the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire. While you talk, I'll look. Okay. Um, so, of course, like any uh, any other empire, they had their issues with, um, you know, civil wars mm. and having unfit kings. I mean, there's no escaping that whatsoever. Um, but the Malian Empire was one of the largest Western African empires in history. Um, and at its height, it spanned from the Atlantic coast to central parts of the Sahara Desert. Now, if you don't know, you know, you're bad at... Uh, geography. Geography, thank, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, go look at a map. Um, so it's basically from, like you said, like the, the nose of Africa mm-hmm. to like the midpoint. So this majority of Western Africa to the midpoint. Um, Africa is big, y'all. It's <laughs> like, again, for those of you who are... Um, Mapually um, challenged. <laughs> challenged. Mm-hmm. Africa is big. It's big. You can fit uh, a lot of the majority of the other continents into Africa, and yeah. I don't know why it's not depicted as such on the map. But that's another story for another yes. day. Yes. Um. But the empire was founded by the legendary king Sundiata. Um, and it's lasted into the 1600s. Um, the empire's most famous ruler is Mansa Munsa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is the record the most the excuse me the wealthiest man in recorded history. Uh, Time magazine is quoted as saying, "There is no number that they can put on how much money Mansa Musa had." Let me put this in perspective for y'all. Okay, so um, most of the Malian Empire. Uh, they all religions, all races were accepted in this empire, mm-hmm. um, but the majority of the ruling family were um, practiced Islam. So during his Mecca, his trip to, um, is it the, no? It's not the wait. His voyage to Mecca. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, is it called Mecca? No, his no. voyage to Mecca. He dropped so much money. That he disrupted the value of gold for at least 10 years. Oh my god. Yes. So this man was. He. His pockets was deep. Okay? I feel like Quinta Brunson, when she first arrived on the scene as a creator, he got money! <laughs> exactly! Yeah, How you just gonna disrupt the currency? Like. That he was like, oh, that means nothing to me. Yeah, he just gave so many so many donations um, with salt, silk, you know, mm-hmm. gold. It was crazy. And the, you know what's nuts even more about him being so wealthy is that you think about the times and you think about how money has gone, and you think about the 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 current like what is the word I'm looking for? See, it happens every time we start. Every time we we be uh, the value. <laughs> Um, the value of money physical paper money has gone down so much Mm -hmm. whereas in the 12 to 1600s it wasn't even just paper money it was goods it was money it was so many different he had so much more than just physical money yeah he was a very wealthy man in Africa in Africa okay um now if you listen to Nas, you've heard him refer to Timbuktu. Timbuktu mm-hmm. was at the epicenter of the Malian Empire. I thought Timbuktu was fake. For real? Mm-hmm. No. For a very long time, I thought Timbuktu was fake. It was uh, basically like a library or a school that um, rivaled the Alexandria Library. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, was, that now. Yeah. But I really, truly, as a child, thought Timbuktu was just like, oh, from here to Timbuktu. And you know what's crazy? Because... It's not in the history books. It's something that's really not taught. So a lot of that stuff was passed on through word of mouth mm-hmm. and were um, basically disregarded as just like folklore. Yeah. 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 But a lot of um, scholars came to learn at Timbuktu, uh, people of the, uh, uh, shoot, um, 
<laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> 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 um, Middle Eastern people, um, European people, um, people from all walks of life came to Timbuktu to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that all this stuff is quote unquote underdocumented or it's just, it blows my mind. Just so we don't lose track of wanting to know this information. Uh-huh. The Roman Empire lasted from 27 BC to 476 AD. Okay. Which is a very long time. Very long time. Um, I don't know the dip, the... It's hard. It goes to BC, it's going backwards, and then it starts going forward. I don't know. It's weird, but that's a very long time. That so, very long time. honestly, I think about equal amounts of time these two empires mm-hmm. ruled. Yeah. Um, so Mansa is a title that was adopted by um, their rulers. Uh, Mansa uh, means master. Um, so basically, they were um, it was a monarchy, but like most uh, great civilizations, they did have a council, uh, which primarily comprised of elders um, and past kings. Um, now they beginning their decline which was not by the hands of a European empire but of another African empire um, which took place which took their place was the I'm probably going to butcher this the Songhai Empire um, now they um, came around in 1460 and lasted about 130 years so their decline was about 1591 mm-hmm. Um, and this was the, the they replaced this as being the most um, prominent empire and King Sunni Ali is the one who conquered the Malian Empire and these uh, they're considered the contemporary Ghanaian Empire okay. so if you look at the map of Africa they make Africa look so small. They really do. I'm looking at the map, just like a tiny little map of Africa, and it still looks way too small. Yeah. So Mali, um, the Mali Empire kind of went from Senegal all the way to about Chad. And that's covering like Algeria, Morocco, Libya, Nigeria, Cameroon, like all of that, like all the, the nose of Nigeria was the Malian Empire. Wow. And you can see Mali, which is kind of further away from the coast. Um, You see Burkina Faso, and then Ghana is kind of at the bottom um, near Cote d'Ivoire, Togo, and Benin, and uh, Nigeria. So that gives you um, some modern-day references to the empire. A little perspective on just the breadth of the Mali Empire. So the Songhai um, Empire was um, big on trade. Um, they opened up a sea route to the Mediterranean, so they start um, trading a lot with um, Northern Europe. I'm sorry, Southern Europe and Northern Northern Africa. Um, they really didn't have any success with peace with the Portuguese. Um, their empire government was um, more centralized. Um, now the king had absolute power, but of course they had um, a council, and this council was having around seven hundred eunuchs. If you don't know what eunuchs are, then just you look it up. Google it. Yeah. Um, so basically, like they didn't have any direct extension to the throne. Um, of course, when you think about empires, you think, oh, okay, whoever the son is, or whoever the next male heir is. Yeah. Um, gets the throne. So normally it would be passed on, like if the brother um, had a son, let's say if the ruling king had a son mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the son wasn't of age, then the brother would rule. Mm-hmm. Um, if Until the, said son was of age. Correct? Well, in this case, um, with, from my readings, if the son never challenged the uncle, oh, then it would just succeed down the brother line. So it's Damn. basically like a challenge, like kind of like how Black Panther was. Like, uh-huh. yeah, if anybody the ruling family wants a challenge, and, yeah, 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 stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so um, this is a Patrice perspective, and um, the most notable kings were King Muhammad. Um, he was a commander. Uh, he actually did a coup to overthrow Sunni Ali's son, which was the founding king of uh, 
the empire. Um, they were more so centered around the Islamic religion versus being inclusive, um, which kind of aided into their de- decline and their uh, downfall. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, it's just there's history of black people prior to slavery, prior to the struggle that we don't know about. Yeah, and it's really... The thing that's always so strange to me about what we learn in school and what um, knowledge we gain as we grow older and the difference between the two is that yes, we have the internet now. Yes, we have all these great resources to find all this information very quickly. Mm -hmm. But when we were in high school or I mean at least you know the early 2000s and in the generation before us in the 90s mm-hmm. there really wasn't the resources weren't that great the internet wasn't as no our generation basically saw the birth of the internet we, as it is today Al Gore's internet as people say <laughs> shout out to Al Gore's internet <laughs> giving us all the information mm-hmm. um, but you have to you have to really real think and realize like this is Black History Month, and we always see the same people. We always see MLK, um, Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks, Coretta Scott King, Frederick um, Douglass, Frederick Douglass, who I did every single project on in school, every single project. Malcolm X. And that is not to discredit or discount what any of these people did for us as people, as human beings, as as strong Black. Pillars of their communities in their times that really invoke change. That really invoke progressive change. Progressive change. You know, um, <laughs> but I feel like if we, you know, like we're doing right now, if we take a look deeper into our history, if we take a look a little further back, past slavery, past uh, all the hurt and the pain and the destruction of black people, to a time when a black man was the richest person on the planet. Yeah. It's such an interesting and amazing concept and it puts it fills you with so much pride to be black. It does. Even the fact of um and this is a name that I didn't hear until after um high school was Hannibal of Carthage. Mm-hmm. Um now when you look at him, you google him, you see a statue of Hannibal and it's kind of like a Roman-esque um, looking statue so many people associate him with being white but he's not okay so Carthage was a seaside suburb of t- uh, Tunisia um, Tunisia? Tunisia there we go <laughs> sorry all good I got you see, back, I need to get myself together um, which is in northern Africa mm-hmm. um, and this man built an army so big that he ran through the Romans. Yeah, he treated, he was running through Romans like right through cockroaches. Yes. No, the, co- the cockroaches don't got... They super roaches now? They super roaches. Oh, no. They, they drink right for... Listen, is that right? I like that flavor. Ooh, Ooh, this, this is what ants and roaches? <laughs> Come get some of this. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Shakespeare. Get out of your own house. <laughs> she said this for ants and roaches. <laughs> we got that exclusive shit. All right. Oh, my God. Um, is this dude. the purple can or the red can? Don't <laughs> <laughs> taste this. Come here, Roger. Taste this. I had no red like this before. <laughs> oh my god, um, deceased. Oh okay. man, but no, nah, he ran through the Romans like a hot knife running through butter. Okay? Yes, yes. Uh, one of the first uh, battles, he ran through seventy thousand Roman troops in one. Day one day, y'all. Like, and the, basically the room, the Roman troops almost outnumbered them like two to one. Yeah, yeah. And that's crazy because everybody that knows the Roman Empire knows that they was the big bad wolves. Okay, they, they defeated and conquered so many people. They did so much. Excuse me. In the way of a step, like voting mm-hmm. is a thing that was established by the Roman Empire yeah. and. Allegedly. Allegedly. I was just about to say that. (laughs) Uh, They added a whole day, a whole month 
to the calendar mm-hmm. because they just felt like they needed an extra month for some reason. Um, but it it just oh man, it's so yeah mm-hmm. yeah. So look up um, Hannibal Barca is his name B A R C A of Carthage. Mm-hmm. Look him up. He was a bad man. I actually just looked up pictures and uh, some of the statues that how y'all whitewash a black man Yeah, like that <laughs> but in history I mean when they depict Hannibal he for the most part from what I've seen is a black man I mean northern African, northern African man yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, in, he, in the ancient world I mean but even you can look at some of these images some of these um, statues and yes he is very Roman in style and dress and stylistically of the statue of yeah. the time period. You can see them black feet. Just look at that nose. That's a black man. That's why they was knocking the noses off of his face. But anyway, pyramids and shit. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of history outside of Egypt, outside of the kingdom of Kush, um, out, like we said, outside of slavery and the mm-hmm. civil rights mm-hmm. movement. Um, but yeah, those are some big hitters um, that I wanted to highlight and kind of bring your attention to so you can do some self-learning by yourself because we're just yes. not going to spoon feed. You got to get out there and get it. We gave you the information. Now <laughs> all you got to do is do a little quick t- 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 Google search. Yeah, even, um, you know, there were the Moors, um, which are black Africans. Oh, I know. I played one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically conquered um, Spain in Portugal mm-hmm. um, really really early on 1711 to 1789 um, yeah so look that up too we have in in a lot of art um, it was black people black moors depicted um, the Spaniards Spaniards are very proud of their moorish history yeah. um, unlike you know um, other civilizations, but they're very proud of it. They embrace what the Moors did for their civilization. Um, they were kings. They were uh, noblemen. Uh, they were knights. Um, they were depicted as they, being black as hell. Okay, mm-hmm. that was like the whole thing. Is they their skin was so dark. Mm-hmm. Like that was the part of the thing. Yeah, and I think let me roll roll up to this quote. Roll up to that quote, girl. What he said, what he did say. Um. <laughs> yeah, so the, uh, according to this website, and this is um, actually on CNN mm. website, um, that says knights were actually originally black. That's why they're called knights. Yeah, which makes sense. But that's not the quote I was looking for. Oh, my God. The reins of their horses were as fire. Their faces black as pitch. I don't know what black as pitch is. But, okay. Pitch black. Black as pitch. It's a different language in a different time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their eyes shone like burning candles. Their horses were as swift as leopards. And the riders fiercer than a wolf. Mm. In a sheepfold at night. Mm. That sounds country as hell. <laughs> and you, you know, to kind of give a little bit more of um, perspective on the weight that black people have on history, Shakespeare even wrote about the Moors mm-hmm. and wrote about, uh, he, and he cast them in the bad light that some of them were. Like I said, I played a Moor, I played Aaron the Moor and Titus Andronicus. And then you have Othello, which is one of his most popular, you know, William Shakespeare's one of one of them 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 them. <laughs> one of William Shakespeare's most popular plays, and Othello is one of the most sought after roles for men of color because mm-hmm. he's such a powerful character. Yeah. And he is also a Moor. Yeah. But there is a painting of Cardinal Albert of Brandenburg being chastised but by Yorick Van Houten 
Van Houten, who was a German scholar, poet, and reformer, and also an outspoken critic of the Roman Catholic Church. Mm. He was a black man. What was his name again? His name was Ulrich Van Vaughn, excuse me, Houten. He was the leader of the Imperial Knights of the Holy Roman Empire. From 1488 oh. to 1523. Mother of Emperor Nero. He was a famous emperor. Hmm. So look that up. Emperor Nero. Nero? With an E? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did you look him up? He looked like. Somebody look, they knocked his nose off because he knew his he was nose black. Off. Mm. Yep. <laughs> and see, that's something that a lot of people would like to try and pretend that it's so like such a mystery, it's such a thing that why did this happen to all these statues in Egypt? Why does this happen to all these things? Why is it just the nose? Mm-hmm. But the let me backtrack a little bit. The nose is such a signifying feature mm-hmm. of somebody who is of African or African American descent. Mm-hmm. It It is, I don't know what, I don't know why, I don't know how, genetics obviously is how, but I don't, excuse me, know what through DNA and everything makes the nose such a black thing. But even in the black community, you hear people talking about everybody's noses. Yep. And all of these statues, all of these depictions of great emperors, great, not emperors, sorry, pharaohs and rulers and emperors, yes, mm-hmm. but their nose is knocked off. And yeah. you're like, huh, I wonder, hmm, erosion. It's got to be erosion. No, that, not just the nose. Not just the nose. It makes no sense. The nose is not the only thing that's eroding. No. Um. So, now that we've kind of talked about People in history, black people in history who were rulers, emperors, kings, uh, wealthiest men in history. Let's kind of slip into during slavery and talk about some people who or kind of how slavery happened and some people who we don't talk about from slavery because there's, you know, we always have Sojourner Truth. We have Harriet Tubman. We have Frederick Douglass who are all abolitionists and amazing human beings who helped to end slavery. But there were a lot of people who also did a lot of things to end slavery. So one thing that I want to mention about slavery, and this is, again, one of those things that might trigger some black people because they don't want to be told about themselves. Mm -hmm. We were stolen. Absolutely. 100%. I don't know what the percentage is, but we were definitely stolen from our homes in Africa. But a lot of people who were taken into slavery were sold. Yes. And that is a huge... Slavery is a thing that has played a part in history for a very, very, very long time. Um, And it hurts to know that black people don't ever want each other to get nowhere. (laughs) Uh, But one person, and Shishi, you literally just told me about this person. I literally discovered this person. Like... I had never heard this name outside of the country. Denmark Vesey? 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 Yeah. Hmm. Um, was a black man uh, from Charleston, South Carolina. He wasn't from Charleston, South Carolina. He was from the from Bermuda um, and then was brought to South Carolina in... Uh, let me look. Uh doesn't say that's the thing about slavery is that most of these people are undocumented so very much so their birth dates their ages all of these things are stuff that he could have been 
70 something years old or he could have been 50 or 60 or you know you never really know so he was brought to this country as a slave he won a lottery y'all a $1,500 lottery a black man in South in South Carolina Charleston South Carolina winning a lottery is like unheard of to me mm-hmm. I could never imagine and he used that money to buy his freedom for $600 I bet you after that they ain't let no uh, slave put lottery no more they were like nope uh uh-uh. uh no negroes in the lottery <laughs> no <laughs> they, they got me fucked up <laughs> this black man that won the lottery and bought his freedom Oh no, man! Oh no! Um, and during his time, yes, he was a free slave. Yes, he was a free man. I almost said a free slave. Yes, he was a free man. But he spent a lot of time with slaves, and he spent a lot of time freeing people and helping them to fight for their rights to be free. Um, there was an uprising, and I. Um. In the year 1812, 1812, 1818, hold on, let me look at my notes, let me look at my article I'm reading. While you're doing that, I'm dropping some links on our Facebook excuse me, our Facebook page. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dropping the link um, about the um, Spanish Moors, and it kind of goes down the list of... um, Depicting um, some historical figures that are misrepresented as being Caucasian um, and kind of highlights uh, some things that I didn't know myself. I'm also dropping a story about, um, I'm dropping a clip, a YouTube clip of Hannibal of Carthage. Yes, 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 yes. As well as Mr. Denmark Vesey. I found my information that I was looking for. <laughs> in the year 1822, Fessy was in his 50s and he reportedly had planned an insurrection to take place on Bastille Day, which is the 14th of July, for those of you who don't know. Um, I don't think I know what Bastille Day is. It, if I remember correctly, and I can just kind of look here. It is uh, essentially the like Independence Day of French, uh-huh. French, French, a French, <laughs> a French. French. Um, yeah, it's the National Day. It's the anniversary of the storming of Bastille, the turning point of the French Revolution. So essentially, it is French Independence Day. Oh, um, and that insurrection failed uh, mostly because he was hanged. To like 12 days before. That's because niggas were snitching. Niggas, listen, snitches get stitches, but not in this case. Snitches get you hanged. <laughs> <laughs> you get that. Um, but yeah, so look up Denmark Vesey, Google him, do a quick searchy search. Um, I forgot what else I was about to say. Oh my goodness. I dropped the links, y'all. So once y'all are done listening to this episode, go take a look. Um, go dive a little deeper into what we said and educate your friends. You know, bring it up during y'all kickbacks or whatever. Um, you know, just just try to spread the word on yeah. stuff that we didn't know. Yes, yes, yes. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service. Okay. All right. Okay. It's good. All right. It's good now. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. Take 475 of episode one. Season three. Season three, y'all. This is what we get for trying to upgrade ourselves. Right. Um, anyway, you were saying before the technical difficulties, Shush. Um, But the importance of, you know, looking this up and doing a little uh, self-research and self-learning and also spreading the word to your friends in a loving way because... You know, at one point, I didn't know this information. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, you didn't know this information. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for them to not know. It's great to educate. Um, so do that. Spread the word. Don't just talk about the release of the Jays and, um, you know, the All-Star Game and who, which celebrity is banging what celebrity. Mm-hmm. Look up some meaningful shit sometimes. Yeah, I mean, up. it's okay to be, you know, up on what's going on in the, in the world, but... You should be so well versed in that and ignorant in other things. Yeah, you should um, 
Update what you're using your screen time for. Yeah. If you're going to be on your phone, if you're going to be on your computer, if you're going to be staring at that screen so much, you should be, you know, using that that computer in your pocket, that tool to empower yourself and enlighten yourself. Yeah, because basically, like, like you said, this tool that's in your hand opens the world, opens up your world and no knowledge to so many different things. It's... Mm-hmm. There's no way you should be uneducated about something and you basically have a pocket encyclopedia. You remember using those encyclopedias to do mm-hmm. research papers? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh Like y'all, you Gen Z people don't know how I, good y'all got it. When I was in fifth grade, mm-hmm. my teacher, Miss Casper with a K, Karen Casper, would make us write. So she was a blood. Hunchbone. <laughs> <laughs> If we got in trouble, she would make us copy down the word, the definition for the word run uh-huh. from the encyclopedia. Mm. It's not a short definition. Mm. It's a couple pages. Ooh. Yeah. That's just crazy. And it's tiny, small print. You remember how small the print oh is? Oh, my goodness. She had to literally take a magnifying glass. And Genuinely. I just remember at one point my grandfather gifting me... Um, like an encyclopedia and it was like an edition of like 20 thick ass books hardback books uh, and I thought it was so cool in the like whole collection yes oh, I love books our Ripley's Beneath Believe It or Not records mm-hmm. and all type mm-hmm. of stuff something people don't even care about we just too into what Kanye doing yeah don't give a fuck about Kanye Kanye don't give a fuck about us remember when Kanye used to give a fuck about us did he ever he did oh he did (laughs) he went on national TV and said George Bush don't give a damn about black people (laughs) black people Mike Myers was like whoa he was like I'm Canadian (laughs) 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 this ain't even my problem he was like wow I was not expecting Oh, shit. Let me go back to Queenland. Um, Listen. Listen. Um, But back to more pressing topics. One other thing that we wanted to cover in this episode, and it's something that we kind of wanted to talk about for a while, um, is the African diaspora and the disconnect between the people of Africa and everybody else. I don't understand what the disconnect is. I really don't either. Um, and it's deeper than just cultural, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, America is this big melting pot of various cultures and races. And, um, you know, I I hate that term because you melt it, you lose some elements, and you become one thing. But mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's um, blacks in Africa, obviously. There's blacks in Europe. There's blacks, like we said, on every inch of land there is on this earth okay Mm -hmm. and that's what if earth Earth. um and especially between black americans black caribbeans and when i say caribbeans i'm not only talking about people from trinidad and tobago uh jamaica uh haiti i'm talking about the black people that are in puerto rico Mm -hmm. the black people that are in cuba Mm -hmm. um <clears throat> the black people that are in Belize, Costa Rica, Mexico, mm-hmm. um, everywhere. Um, and that's that kind of spent a little bit more than just the Caribbean. Um, but there's also black people in uh, Brazil um, and other countries in South America. And I just don't understand what the beef is. At the end of the day, we're all black people. No matter if you speak French, Spanish, Hausa, Igbo, Yoruba, whatever. If you running down the street hmm. and permit Patty see your ass, <laughs> she not going to say, you know, I don't think that was a black American. I think that was one of those Caribbean blacks running down no. the street. She going to say, I see this black person. Or this nigga, mm-hmm. if she is so bold, running down the street. I see a per- person with an ethnic gate walking down the street. Exactly. That's it. So you cut us, we're going to bleed the same red. Mm-hmm. We have, you got to think about it. We, a lot of the, like on Twitter, um, when people be like, oh, Caribbean parents be like, 
a lot of the things that Caribbean people, you know, people from Caribbean descent um, went through, a lot of American blacks went through, a lot of West African blacks went through, a lot of East African blacks, South African blacks, Central African blacks went through, a lot of uh, Afro-Latinas went through. And it's like we have all these similarities. We all are displaced Africans. Mm -hmm. Why are we fighting each other? I think, and this obviously is speculation. I am not from Africa. I am. I'm not Afro Latino. Not mm-hmm. that I know of. Um, I know that I have some native in my family. So at you know at most I'm I'm Af- literally African American. Right. Um. But I think what I can speculate about it being is that, and I don't I I don't even know if I can even say that because it feels like it's like a um. Um, people who are from Africa who have lived in Africa they are African I feel like they don't want us to use the term African Mm -hmm. seeing as we've never been to Africa we've never lived in Africa we are not technically for all intents and purposes from Africa Mm -hmm. we are American right? and I think that is a lot of the problem that a lot of American people have as well because you don't call white people English American right you don't you know it's always Asian American African American Mexican American blah mm-hmm. blah blah and but it's other than in white you put but if extra, you white you're yeah, American yeah. exactly so I think what I really do think what it is a lot of times with African people is that they don't we haven't earned that descriptor we haven't yeah. earned that that right to call ourselves African mm-hmm which makes sense in a way, but also like that's my heritage. Like that's yeah. somewhere down the lineage of the Varner and Jordan sides of my family. Somebody somewhere, it just it happened. Somebody, it, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. But and it is not to say that all Africans feel that way because exactly. there's a lot of Africans exactly. that are welcoming. Like Ghana right now are offering um, African Americans free citizenships. Oh really? I might just mosey my ass over there. Ain't they killing gay people? I don't know. Is that happening? I know what's happening. I gotta look in Africa. You better look it up. Because I'm coming with you. Okay. Well, I can't bring my white boyfriend, can I? I mean. (laughs) (laughs) He invited to the cookout, y'all. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Can we? Okay, we need to read this. Introduce Black Box. Yes. We're coming back with the Black Box. Open that bitch up. Okay. Now. I love the fact that y'all want to invite people to the cookout. Yes. <laughs> However, comma, my issue is y'all be looking deeper than the swag and the black quote unquote sounding voice. Like y'all just be inviting anybody that could that got rhythm that say they love black people to the cookout. How do they feel about black lives? Do black lives matter to them? Yes. What are their ideas on the systematic racism? Like, do they flex their white privilege? Are they blind to the black struggle? Those are some things you have to think about. Do they flex their white privilege in a way that helps black people? Because mm, that you. one person who will always be invited to my cookout uh-huh. is Matt McGorry. Okay. I don't even know who that is. From How to Get Away with Murder. The white guy. Which one? Uh, I was about to say not the cute one, but he is kind of cute. Um, My the, Ash. Yeah, I think and that is. And wasn't that Asher? What his name? Whatever his name was. Yeah. The one that was the real goofy one. Yeah, the real yeah, goofy yeah. one. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Always invited to my cookout. Everything he posts on social media is. I'm a straight white man, but I'm fighting for black rights. I'm fighting for. He'd have been with Jane Fonda, arrested on. Capitol Hill for like he has done so much mm-hmm. with his white privilege to help other people. Yeah, that's the person you bring to the cookout. Yeah, that's who you bring to the cookout. Yeah, not um, I can't think of nobody white that I don't want to bring. Camila Cabello cannot come to my cookout. She's not white. Never mind. Um, she still can't come to my cookout. <laughs> Sorry, sis. Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> you will not 
not invited to the cookout. You are not invited to the cookout. Do not bring your white ass potato Don't salad. Don't bring that potato salad with the raisins and the carrot. Oh my goodness. Hell no, nah, carrot. But yeah, can we just, you know, just tweak that in the black box? Ask yeah. more fact finding questions before inviting motherfuckers to the so, cookout. Do they know how to season? <laughs> Are they salt bay or are they? Are they bringing just salt? ambrosia salad? Get the fuck away from my ambrosia. Bring me casserole. Some hot eggs, chicken, cause Lord knows who vote. Who keep voting them the bet? Never mind. Do they really keep? Cause I can think of at least seventeen places that have better fried chicken than hot eggs. Wing stop. Wing stop. <laughs> Wing stop, motherfucking! I don't even like Gus's fried chicken, but Gus's fried chicken is better. I don't better. think I've ever had that. One. It's around the corner from um, Your my job. place of employment. Yeah, don't be stalking my friend Darius, okay? Yeah, the chicken, the chicken at my job. I'm not telling y'all where I work. That shit is fire. They just changed the recipe. First of all. They need to bring back those red velvet. You gotta be real mad because we had red velvet pancakes this weekend. See, I pancakes is like number three on my list. Bitch, waffles, <laughs> French toast, then pancakes. Okay. In the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey know my heart. Oh, but yeah. So, so. I was about to ask you this and I got distracted by hilarity. Um, who is invited to your cookout? Give me three white people that are invited to your cookout. Do they have to be white? Three non-black people that are invited to your cookout. Um, let's see. Let's see. Mm. Joaquin Phillip, Phoenix. I said Phillips. Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, is invited to my cookout. His speech at the Oscars. Yes. Oof. Was that the Oscars? That was the Oscars, honey. Yeah. Oh, he gave an, he gave, he's given more than one, but I saw his speech at the Oscars. Yeah, that's one. Um, hmm. Hmm. I gotta look Bill. You gotta come back to me on that one. <laughs> you gotta come back to me on that one, cause some some of them might be side iron still. Some of y'all, some of y'all. Who is tentatively invited? How about that? How about you still gotta do a little bit more research? Hmm. 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 Mm-mm, that's not her. Dang, what's her name? What she look like? Princess Diaries, girl. What's her Anne name? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. You tentatively invited to the cookout. But don't you bring no motherfucking ambrosia salad or no fucking Keep. potato salad with raisins um, or walnuts. Um, and I'm bringing a goddamn casserole. Keep your nasty ass. Whose idea <laughs> was ambrosia? Do y'all know what ambrosia? Let me. Let me tell you who not invited. Who not? Me. Yeah, that's a better question. Who's not invited to your cookout? Kanye West. That yep, that was ex- exactly exactly. Camila exactly. Cabello also not invited to my cookout. What did she do? I everything. I cannot stand her. What I'll tell you okay. Is that the girl that was uh She was in Fifth Harmony. Oh. Now I only got four. There are no there's no more harmony. You know how the pussy got dogs coming back? The- That's who. Nicole, you are not invited to my <laughs> What Nicole Shark Singer do? Is it because she didn't guess that Lil Wayne was the robot on um on uh Mad Singer? First yeah. of all, I just she just she be appropriating yeah. A lot. Yeah. Kim Kardashian, you were not invited. No. You can't come. Um, what's her name? What she look like? From Jane the Virgin. America. Gina Rodriguez, you ain't invited. Oh, Gina Rodriguez. You not invited. Uh-huh. She on the wait list. No. And she bought equal. You are not invited. No, she not. She got. She can't come. She can't come. You are not Afro Latina. You cannot say nigga. Mm-mm. Please. Mm-mm. 
listen at this. How long can you keep ambrosia? Three days if you keep it in the fridge. <laughs> Canned pineapple, orange, mini marshmallow. Who the fuck's idea was ambrosia? I just want to know. Y'all tripping. Anybody who eat ethnic food but don't like the ethnic people are not invited to my cookout. You cannot have my fried chicken. My Thai food, my tacos. No. My you better not never say nothing about a border wall and then talk about some taco Tuesday. I will cut you. My lamb biryani. You can't have none of that. Ooh, um, lamb biryani. Wait a minute. Who is she? I love Indian food. That's okay, what made gonna, me stop. We gonna have to go. Oh, we gonna have to go to Rizoy. Where is that at? That's in Central West End. <gasps> don't be stalking us. Don't. Uh, uh-uh. Don't even think about it. Don't be mad because my pussy pops. Oh, <laughs> I mad? can't even get it out. Cause my pussy pops <laughs> severely, <laughs> and yours don't. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. Um, but yeah, you are not invited. No, you can't come. All the Afro Latinas that say they not black not are invited. not invited to the cookout. It's so unfortunate for you. I'm sorry. Any white person with a quote ethnic hairstyle, mm-mm. not invited. You can't come to the cookout. Says sorry. Yeah. Maybe if you take the dreads, um, because they look dreadful. They're not locks. They're dreads. Out of your head, maybe, but really, truly, no, still not. Mm-mm. All the white people who are trying to ban locks from the workplace and put that in a like code of conduct or dress code, you not, not invited. invited. Don't eat tacos. Don't eat fried chicken. Mm-mm. Don't eat them southern greens. You can Do you remember that? Did I send you the video of the white woman who was cooking fried chicken? And all she did was put a pinch of salt on one side of it. And then dip that shit in some flour and fry it. She, they can have that. How did chicken. y'all conquer countries for spices and still don't use the shit? Cause they got lost on the motherfucking way. That's what they never made it to the spices. Fuck you, man. They conquered India, okay, for the spices, and they still don't use they it. They got to India and was like, huh? They got a lot of delicious things. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just take all of everything else. Tea. Tea came from India, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sit to your potatoes and your ambrosia salad. Stick to your nasty. And your unseasoned meats. One little pinch. It was. A, it made me so mad it was a pinch of salt. <laughs> a pinch. How you put a pinch of salt on something and expect that to be seasoned? <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so mm-hmm. mad. But yeah, definitely not. We just, um, I think we're having an ADD moment. No, I feel like this is still part of, we still in the black box. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We still okay. in the black box. Um, What else we need to, we need to put something in the black box? Can we put into um the black box, keeping with the theme of educating ourselves, educating ourselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Into the black box, please and thank Looking you. Looking outside of school curriculum for education because they're not going to teach us Mm-mm. that. They're not going to teach us about the kings and the queens and the conquerors, uh, uh, the black conquerors of Europe um, in school. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, they're trying to change the history books and say that, uh, you know, uh, the First Nation people just gave up their land. Gave it as a gift. Listen, you got me fucked up if you ever... You, person who trying to change history books... And say that First Nation people gave their land away, you can't come to the cookout either. Yeah. Oh, and can we take this out the black box? Calling every person that looks like they're of Latino or Hispanic, depending on your preference of being called, um, heritage Mexican. Mexican. Or Chinese. Yeah. Can if we- you don't know, because you can't tell by looking at somebody. You really can't. If you don't know, Use proper terms mm-hmm. like Asian, mm-hmm. Hispanic, or Latinx, mm-hmm. and let it be that. Because I guarantee you, if one of them come to you and be like, nigga this, nigga that, you're going to be mad. Okay? You're going to be big mad. Yes. Or if somebody try to... 
I I just really hate when black people and I have to get on people about this all the time will be like, oh well, you can tell the difference because their eyes go this way or that way. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. no. Our eyes slant too, boo. Yeah. Yeah. And there were a lot of black samurais too. Just to point that out. Um, Chadwick Boseman is supposed to be playing the first black samurai. Shout out to Chadwick because he just be playing everybody. He played T'Challa. He said he done played Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, James Brown. He said Wakanda for never. (laughs) He got tired of y'all asking him to do the Wakanda salute. Like, come on, y'all. Let Come that on. man live. Did y'all even watch the other movies in the MC universe? I mean, no. no. <laughs> I did, but strictly because I had a review them. Uh huh. Yeah, but it's just like yeah. Oh, by the way, um, the photograph is in theaters. I highly recommend it. Um, I give it a nine out of ten. Just because um, I didn't really like the ending, but other than that, everything—the sim- uh, how do you say it? Cinematography. 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 Mm-hmm. Thank you. Was great. The soundtrack far. Okay. Hey, Issa Rae, I'm trying to get on your label, boo. Issa Rae, I just—I need to know your skincare regimen. Her skin is. Flawless. Flawless. And who did your hair in this movie? Because every scene it was lay girl. Yeah, her hair was she, just from the commercials. Her hair is popping. I'm popping. Like, so go see that. Go see that. Make it break box office records. Yes. Yeah, step step out. I know y'all want to go out for Black Panther for all the you know whatever blah 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 blah. But go out for the little mom and pop movies that pop up too. Yeah. Yeah. Step out there and see um, the photograph. Go see Best Picture winner this year, The Parasite. Because it seems like a really good movie, even though I'm pretty sure it's all in Korean. But I'm here for it. I heard, you know, the Koreans have the best fucked up scary movies. It's apparently not really like a It's like a drama, comedy type of deal. It's called Parasite? Uh-huh. Mm, okay. It's about classism. Mm. I got all this information from Ronnie this morning because he was watching stuff about it. Um, but step outside here. Let's put that into the black box. Mm-hmm. Seeing movies and in in um ingesting art that isn't what you would normally look for. And step out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? So um, a lot of oftentimes I um like to hang out in the Central West End areas, like places that's not too far away from my home Mm -hmm. and I am steady seeing a lot more black faces Mm -hmm. in these um, areas which I'm happy about Um, but try something new you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like you don't you can't you don't know what you're gonna like if you don't try it exactly and a lot of prejudice a lot of racism stem from ignorance and the more you educate the more you um, put yourself in situations to meet people of different cultures or different backgrounds, um, it's going to pull away from um, those stupid racial stigmas Mm -hmm. and stereotypes that we have. Um, Because, you know, like each race, you know, has their thing. Um, Each ethnicity has their thing that's kind of, quote unquote, uh, monumental or or the word escapes me that I'm actually looking for. Um, But educate yourself on things other than, you know, yourself as well. So you have a better understanding of the world around you. Yeah, you gotta. You can't live um, a beautiful and prosperous life in your comfort zone. You can't. You can do many things in your comfort zone. You can do a great number of things, but those things will still be limited if you don't step out on faith and step out of going to see just whatever you always go see. You don't always go to the rap shows. Go see some live jazz. Go to a pop show. Go, go to, to an art show. An art show. Go to the movies. I know so many people who go don't to go festivals. to movies. Festivals of cultures you don't know about. Like, um, culture, I mean, not culture. Festival season in St. Louis is around, like, with the fall. Yeah. Summer, it's like, like, late, late summer, fall. Late yeah. summer, early fall, yeah. Um, like, go to Greek festivals. Go to the uh, Middle Eastern Festival, the Festivals of Nations. Go to Pride. Yeah, go to Pride. Like, it's... These places are... The reason that we have these events 
is so that we can learn more about each other. Mm-hmm. Everything is inclusive if you feel included. Mm-hmm. Not nope. Let me not say that. That's nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Everything is inclusive. How do I want to phrase this? Everything is inclusive if you are willing to learn. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean to say. Mm-hmm. If you come in a place of wanting to gain knowledge and clarity, everything is inclusive to you. And to kind of get off topic, and this is a um, topic that has been um, circling around Twitter for a while that's really pissing me off. And it centers around Dwayne Wade and his acceptance and his support of his 12-year-old um, Zaya Wade, um, his son that is transitioning. Um, his daughter. His Yes, sorry, his daughter. I was going to... No, know, I got you. Yeah. Um, but, tra- you know, his son that is, was born a male is tradition- transitioning into um, being a female. And a lot of the black community, um, and not just the black community, but just people in general, are really saying negative things about it. And it really shows how much hate um, communities have for things that they don't understand. Yeah. And like I said earlier, if you educate yourself more um, on situations, you'll have a better understanding. Now, you'd rather have this man abuse and hate his 12-year-old daughter because she woke up one day and was like, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. And I just, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, it's hurtful, it's, it is truly the most discouraging thing to see all these black men and all these black people just in general wanting D-Way to hate his daughter for being who she is. Yeah. And it, it puts me in fear of the, the fact that somebody would say like, Oh, I hope that I hope your kid turns out gay, or I hope your kid turns out this or that as an insult. When the insult is not loving this child that you brought into this world, mm-hmm. who didn't ask to be trans, who didn't ask to be queer, who didn't ask to be born, and you have the audacity to hate their parent for loving who they are, who you're are loving, who are accepting. You you ain't invited to homophobes, transphobes. Queer folks not invited to the cookout. Yeah. And I even like, you know, on a personal level, I remember coming up, you know, my mom making certain comments about uh, the gay community and it was a lot of um, ignorance. She didn't understand it. She didn't understand, you know, why it was a thing. And when I came out to her, um, she kind of asked why I, I waited so long to tell her. Um, and <clears throat> if you guys remember my season one, I kind of went talk told you guys my journey. Um, or whatever Uh, but uh, not to minimalize it but um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but you know just um, and it wasn't necessarily because I'm going to be who I am regardless right Um, but I kind of sort of was like hey you know I was kind of scared to tell you because you know I remember conversations that we had when I was younger about other people's kids coming out and um, you know um, about their sexuality and whatnot and she was like you know it was me being young it was me being ignorant it was Mm -hmm. me not knowing um about the community about what it's about and she was like i educated myself as i got older and she was like you know that basically saying i'll I'll support you in anything like you're my child and that's what Dwayne wade is doing he's Mm -hmm. supporting his his daughter and um, her transition, even his wife Gabby mm-hmm. is supporting it. And it's just like if if it don't directly affect you, if this child is this child is not a menace to society. Nope. This child is just trying to live their most authentic self. And y'all just have to accept that. It don't got shit to do with you. It don't got shit to do with your life. It's not affecting you. D Wade is not transitioning. And even if D Wade was transitioning. That ain't got nothing to do with you. Yeah. So, if you don't like it, don't look at it. Don't look for it. Step off. And stop being ignorant about it. Just because you educate yourself and you might have a friend, you know, that is um, on the queer spectrum, doesn't mean that you are. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean educating yourself and learning about it doesn't make you uh, homosexual or getting a 
fucking manicure or a pedicure or treating yourself to a facial. Doing yoga. Any kind of, any, that's not gay. If it doesn't involve you putting your penis in, in any male or orifice, it does not make you gay. If you get on your knees and suck a dick, that makes you gay. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody get on their knees and suck a dick, well, that's not on the queer spectrum. There you go. Yes. Because there are a lot of people on the queer spectrum that like to suck penis. Yeah. Or cis men. You know. That are cis, cis men mm-hmm. and, you know, they do what they do and they like what they like. So, yeah, let's take that out. Let's, let's, um, let's reinvent that. Let's take that out. Because that's, that's very negative. That's very judgy. And it's like for us to be a marginalized group or for you to look at somebody else and you spew hate, how dare you? Right. Don't marginalize an already marginalized group of people when you are marginalized yourself. Yeah. That's a lot of marginalization that I can't put up with. <laughs> but good news, we are now on iTunes. iTunes! We are officially on iTunes. You can... Um, we switched our podcast hosting site. We are now on Podbean. So yeah. you can go to urbanproperpodcast.podbean.com to kind of keep up with all of our stuff. Even though we will still continuously be posting on social media, you can't get rid of us. Not um, at all. At all, even a little bit, even if you wanted to. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find us on iTunes now. We're still on Spotify, obviously. We are still on Google Play Podcast, um, but we are no longer on SoundCloud. Yes, we are not on SoundCloud. Um, also, um, if you have a black business um, that you would like to be highlighted, hit us up on social media. We are... Urban Proper Podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Yes, and we are urban underscore proper on Twitter, which we're probably going to update that so we can keep all our social media uniform and the same to not confuse you guys. Um, But yes, like I said, if you have a black owned business that you want highlighted, hit us up in the DMs on Instagram, on Facebook. Let us know because we want to support. Yes. We want to support everybody. I'm here. I'm like Issa Rae. I'm rooting for everybody black. Yeah. Always. And that's the whole black diaspora. Okay. Everybody. Everybody. No, no matter what the extra addition after Afro is, mm-hmm. you you can come to the cookout if yeah. you're not homophobic or racist or mm-hmm. sexist or um, just a horrible ass just person. Just a terrible human being. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that being said, with all the promotion being out there, we'll see you guys season three. Yay! Say bye. Bye.